Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Dreaming of Chasing Life. Alright, cue theme song. Live theme song, yo. Dreaming of Chasing Lies. Okay, so what's been happening, Sue? It's lockdown 2.0. This is day number what? I don't know, so... <laughs> I've lost count I've myself. I've totally lost count, but essentially, our lockdown here in Malaysia has been extended for another two weeks. Wow, two more weeks of Yay! holiday. Forced so, holiday. So in a way, April Fool's came early, but I mean, you know, they didn't announce it on April Fool's, but right. it was supposed to end on April Fool's. <laughs> I can imagine the government trolling people. It's like, hey, I'm sorry, everyone, you're still stuck at home. Yeah, and... Uh, it's kind of hard to stay high-spirited, like... Yeah, I mean, like, you see the number of deaths, uh, they are, like, increasing on a daily basis, like... But businesses as well, like, struggling, like, there's not much support. Yeah, quite a number of our friends are also struggling with businesses. Yeah. I mean, in, especially those in the training industry. Um, yeah, they're yeah. all pretty out, much out of a job. Uh, yeah. Even those in retail, real estate is also affected. Yes. Uh, Many people are affected. Actually, almost everything is affected. Except one of our friends who is in the the glove making industry. Oh, <laughs> and you know who you are. I don't think he watches our. No, podcast. we'll make him watch. Yeah, we'll say we did a shout out to you. Um. Yeah, I guess medical equipment is much yeah. needed. Uh. Yeah, like I even went to volunteer to help sew all the head covers because. Some people manage to get materials in um, mm. for to help out, but not enough uh, people to sew it. Yeah, and a lot of so, people are now using what you call it. I mean, in the uh, hospitals, right, you, you read reports of uh, doctors, nurses having to use, uh, you know, the Tong Sampa plastic bag. Oh, yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, so I have a friend uh, in Sabah who is a doctor and they are struggling to get supplies there. So if you guys have any sources to get supplies because they are using the garbage yeah garbage bags, bags. and she said because they're sweating in it it completely defeats the purpose of you know stopping the uh, contagiousness of mm. the virus uh yeah, yeah so anyway if you can help uh do help yeah uh what else the Oh, and uh, I just got, was informed as well that the clinic kesihatans or the clinics are actually not getting supplies from government. So people walking in sick, uh, the medical teams are not being protected uh-huh. as well. Mm. Yeah. So if you can lend a hand to your local clinics. In a way, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse, right? Because like on one hand, uh, it's a blessing because they are still in, there are jobs for these medical doctors and they are all in demand. But it's a curse at the same time it's because... Like the job <laughs> is way more, like there's just too much work. Yeah, and it's, it's the kind of job that nobody wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah? You got to speak. Oh, I got to speak. Uh, shout out to all the medical teams. Yeah. Frontliners, uh, even like I think like for us, we are quite lucky to be in a condo where the cleaners are still cleaning. Yeah. And, uh, security guards are still working, so really, really grateful for them. Uh, we still have water, electricity, internet. Yeah. Uh, a lot to be grateful for. Um, yeah, and 
like I said, it's very hard to stay high spirited about things. But what kind of interesting that people are being very creative during this time mm-hmm. to help ourselves emotionally and cracking a bit of joke at the situation we are in. Yeah. So I mean, we need a little bit of humor in times like this. Yeah. So. <laughs> Some of the memes that have come up that kind of, you know, put a smile on my face. But they are kind of mean at the same time. Yeah. Let's let's share with them anyway. Yeah, so... What's the first one? As you know, Prince Charles was... uh, Finally coronated. (laughs) Get it? Get it? Yeah, he was diagnosed with coronavirus and so he's finally coronated. Um, And Asia slogan. Uh, Anybody can fly, right? Yeah, now nobody can fly. Ah, sad. Yeah, kind of cracked. What's the next one? I guess uh, your favorite is this. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Okay. Well, um, in Malaysia, every prime minister has a slogan. Yeah, let's let's move to the last three ones. Yeah. So the first one being Mahathir, his slogan was Wawasan. 2020 or 2020 mm. in Malay and so Wawasan 2020 was Mahathir and then he moved on to Najib his slogan was One Malaysia and then our re- most recent Prime Minister Backdoor Prime Minister <coughs> uh, his slogan during this time is stay at home so when you combine all of them together <laughs> what do you get? Wawasan 2020 One Malaysia to stay at home <laughs> so Yes, Vision 2020. 2020 has been a... Shitty year for yeah. most. Yeah. And they just want Malaysia to stay at home. Mm. What's the other meme that we've got Speaking here? Speaking of staying at home, you know, like... Uh, so I have this meme here. It's of this... Uh, shout out to our neighbour, Jason, for sharing this. It cracked me up because it's a photo of, like, a, a man just... A like, couch potato. Yeah. Lazing just, on the sofa. Just lazing and passed out. So in 2019, we'll call this kind of person a lazy bastard. But in 2020, um, you're being a responsible adult. Thank you for staying at home and lazing on the couch. And, uh, oh, shout out to Anil for sharing this. It's um, a Kurt Cobain cult from 1991. Yeah, and he said that we're all stupid and contagious. That's from Smells Like Teen Spirit, right? Mm. Can you sing it? Like, no, I can't. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> uh, and there is actually an uh, Instagram story that I posted. It's uh, a game. Okay. Quarantine game hashtag. Uh, mm-hmm. Amy shared this with me and I thought I was so smart because it sounded so easy. What game is this? And it's actually a riddle. So I'm going to ask okay. you. Okay. Uh, someone's mother has four sons. What is the four sons' name? Uh, if you can tell me what is the fourth son's name? David. No. <laughs> I'm practically the fourth son, right? Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. We're both the youngest in the family. Um, hey, what's the name? Uh, what's the riddle again? Someone's mother has four sons. What is fourth, the fourth son's name? If you can tell me what is the fourth son's name, you win. If you lose... Well, on Instagram, then you have to repost it. Coronavirus. <laughs> well, you have to see it in text. Uh, the second sentence, which is, what is the fourth son's name, actually ends with a full stop instead of a question mark. 
Oh. So the fourth son's name is what? False son. <laughs> false son. Yeah. Right. Fourth son's name is what? 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 Is what? What? Sense? What? Yeah. What is the name? Yeah. What is? What yeah. is the name? Yeah. Let me let me get that intonation right. What is the name? Of the fourth son. Yeah. The name of the son is what? Yes. Yes. I got that right. Yes. Got it. So I don't have to forward this meme, right? No, but you you lost. You said the name was your name. <laughs> Context is important. Yeah. Mm. Um. How else are we staying creative? Mm, I guess what we're doing is uh, urban farming as well because you know we are anticipating like uh, the next zombie apocalypse and yeah. So yeah, um, hope you caught that. It's so, not your insert a video. These are pictures of our basil uh, plants. Uh, it, it started with just one very small stalk, right? Um, thanks to our aunt in Malacca. So shout out, cheek. And then um, and then what do we have there? Brazilian spinach, right? Yes. Shout out to Kebun Kebun Bangsa. And we have some mint as well. And Fiji Society. Yeah. So we have all of this to keep us uh, nourished for the next uh, coming days and perhaps beyond as well. So yeah, if you're thinking about starting an urban farm, you know, in your condo, it's actually quite possible. Yeah, right? especially how, how did we do it? I mean, how did we get started with this? Well, soup? firstly, we just we had this vision. We wanted grass on our balcony. Oh yeah. So we actually got our friend Karen and uh, Kui Wan. They actually do this uh, really cool thing. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, um, uh, roofing, right? So um, uh, green roof. Yeah, green, green roofing. Roof. So essentially, it's this uh, technology. It's sort of like a carpet that the plants sit. Yeah, on it's a top special of. kind of carpet. Yeah. So the carpet actually absorbs the water. Water. And so you can put it on any surface, and your surface won't. Uh, get eroded by the water lah, mm -hmm. and then at the same time you can plant uh, grass so yeah. the idea is when you put it on the roof then it should keep uh, the, the whole building uh, cool kind of cool yeah yeah uh, but for us we thought can we just have grass on yeah, our balcony because there's like no greens in our home right we, yeah we kind of miss a garden in our backyard uh, although we do face the jungle but <laughs> We like having which our, is partially deforested. Yeah, so we saw like it was being deforested. So thought ahead and tried to do our own thing. Um, anyway, so yeah, wait, the plants all died, right? The grass. oh yeah, initial. So actually, the grass uh comes. It's technically what you call this um, a succulent, succulent. Ah uh, yeah, succulent plants. Succulent, uh, yeah. That's yeah, right. they're really hardy and they grow like a beast. Yeah, like, but somehow they died in our. Uh, you care. know. Yeah, you know. Hence, we don't have green fingers. Yeah. Well, it was a learning curve, so they died and then they revived and then they died again. No, they didn't. They didn't revive. Yeah, that one revived. I think that that was uh, one of the leftovers from the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. In yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we changed it up a bit. Yeah, we got rid of the grass. Uh, we cut threw everything away yeah. because they were all dying <laughs> anyway they were all dead no so, but initially uh, yeah so they were dying and then uh, but initially there was a part that was dying and then we just yeah. sprinkled some veggie seeds there 
figure it like if it doesn't work or oh well but yeah. if it works great so when we did that it like sprouted like beast like you know in the picture of the veggie it looks like my hair like one patch like that yeah 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 it looked like that it was like a beast sleeping and um they were like, hey it works like we can plant like veggies on this carpet yeah. And to make it easy to like move about, we put it in like trays mm-hmm. so that the soil doesn't uh, yeah. spill. But you got these trays. These, these are actually uh, car boot yeah. trays, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, uh, especially those who work who uh, were working on the construction sites or you are engineers who have to go on site and stuff, you wear those like massive boots. So sometimes, yeah, so like okay. it gets dirty and you don't want uh-huh. to dirty your car. So you, people get these trays to oh. like put their boots on okay. it. Uh, yeah, so I saw it at Mr. DIY and I was like, hey, this is perfect. So, How much were they going for? If, I can't remember, but it was really cheap. Probably okay. less than 20, maybe 1990, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and it just evolved. Like we took basil plant from our... Aunt. Yeah, it was just one small stock and then... Yeah, it, then it just blossomed. We, no, no, it just... I mean, it didn't quite blossom, so we kind of like propagated. I like cut off uh, some of the stems and then I just like... Plant them all over and voila! We have like a small little forest of yeah, basil. Yeah, and yeah, mostly he's doing... I just... Uh, I'm good at weeding. Mm. I basically kill, killed the last batch of grass because I was like, oh, it's all dead. So, um, (laughs) and then the Brazilian spinach was also just one stop from, yeah, yeah, we actually got it from Free Tree Society. Um, Free Tree Society is uh, an NGO. They actually uh, propagate plants and give trees and plants away Mm -hmm. for free every now and then. Um, yeah, so I went, uh, but I donated and got some money. Uh, I mean, I gave them some money and got some mm-hmm. plants. So then I proceeded to Kebun Kebun Bangsa to plant the spinach. Yeah, but not, I mean, that was just one plant, right? There were three other plants? Yeah, they were like lime, lime trees, uh, uh, mulberry, and uh, custard apple, uh, ginseng. Mm. Yeah, a few things I got from Free Tree Society and... Uh, but and Brazilian spinach, so mm. it, it grew really well at the the yeah. Bangsa Urban Farm. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, you can look it up on Facebook. Kebun Kebun yeah. Bangsa. Go drop by. Yeah. Oh well, they're not. You're not allowed to go. Well, not not mm-hmm. now. That is yeah. when yeah. the curfew is over. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's like you're in another world sometimes. Mm. Um, yeah. So it took like one stop after it like grew yeah. more in the. In the in the urban farm, then we brought it home and propagated it. And it's beautiful. And then yeah. we saw some mint there. And then we took one stalk as well. And so every now and then we would uh, harvest our garden, yeah. so that we kind of like save a bit of money as well. Yeah. Um. He loved basil. Can make soup with yeah. basil. Make pesto with basil. Make lecha with basil. Yeah. And hey, we have enough ingredients, right, for lecha. Right, we have the basil, we have the mint. Do we need anything else? Spinach. Yeah, actually, we are. Oh, okay, we are quite adequate and much. I mean, self-sufficient. It's, then it's not the exact top uh, recipe, but mm. it works. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we also need groundnuts, right? Groundnuts. We have groundnuts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah we do. Oh wait, I actually gave it away the groundnuts. 
nuts. Oh. Because, uh, but we have all sorts of okay. nuts. We have walnuts. All right. Uh, fun fact, I learned on YouTube and I retried it. Walnuts, if you sort of cook it down mm -hmm. and put some pasta sauce. You in. mean you grind, you have to grind. Oh yeah, you have to grind mm -hmm. it in like a blender and it's kind of like mincemeat. Yeah, but let's not call it mincemeat because that's not what it is. Yeah, but anyway, it's nice. It's like very, um, what you got? Chiong. Yeah. So fragranted. Yeah. And uh, Spongy, yeah. especially when you start cooking it. Yeah, you cook it in sauce, then it's a bit spongy, a yeah. little bit like texture, and uh, you get a bit of umami ish mm, taste. Yeah, that's right. Umami. Um, actually, like, what? Like, I don't know, to me, like, this whole COVID-19 thing is as if, like, Mother Nature is angry, like, and you were sharing how, how this all happened. Can you, like, share about that? I mean, there are so many, uh, theories, right, uh, reasons that how this thing uh, happened. Some people say, um, the U.S. is behind all of this, like, you know, conspiracy theory and stuff like that. And then, on the other hand, you have, uh, documentaries are showing like um in china right um I, I was watching this documentary on walks and they were showing how back then right in china when there was a great famine people didn't have anything to eat so what happened was um the government enabled the people to actually hunt wild animals and then from there you know it became a culture thing so people just didn't give that up. It's like people had a taste of yeah. wild animal meat. But um, it's also important to note that most of the Chinese people don't eat uh, wild animals because it's actually uh, very expensive over there. So it's only the rich But how do you people. go from like you can just hunt wild animals to like now it's expensive? Oh, so what happened after that, um, you know, when the Great Famine uh, passed, um, there were people who saw that this is actually a very lucrative market. Oh. So they started to to rare uh, wild animals and in some of these marketplaces where they were, they sold uh, these animals, they would stack uh, livestock one on top of the other. So you have like uh, animals like bats on top of uh, uh, chicken, I, I don't know, you know, on top it's of all horrible. of these animals. So yeah. when um, the blood from mm. the top and the past, uh, everything like, you know, saliva, urine, urine uh, even the feces, shit. So it yeah. goes from top down, it passes on down and down and down. So the That's animals terrible. at the bottom actually develop um, pathogens from the top. And from there, then, you know, it sprays like when they are consumed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really I mean, that's my understanding of what I, I read. And... I guess, like, all this treatment of animals and stuff, like, yeah. knowing more about it. It's going to make all the meat eaters angry. <laughs> angry? Why? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many people out there, they are, like, so defensive about, you know, their rights to eat meat, consume meat. Oh, okay. Yeah. But isn't it the same on the flip side, where, like, the vegans are very... Yeah, I mean, Defensive. yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, no offense, guys. Yeah, we all have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to the planet? You know, and what are we doing to animals? Are we respecting nature and stuff like that? Otherwise, yeah, we get stuff like that going on. Yeah, but I don't think it's like about meat eater or 
plot. Yeah. I mean, um, I think if you were to watch Avatar, right, you know, yeah. that film, um, yeah. there was a scene uh, where the protagonist killed a beast. Mm-hmm. And then he was so jubilant about it, like, yeah, I know, I, I survived, I killed that animal. But the the supporting character, I forgot her name, so she, she was really, really angry with him. And then um, she went to console the animal before she delivered a mercy kill. So yeah. that that scene actually uh, is a representation of how we should respect. You know, you can consume meat, yeah, but it's just that we have to do it in such a way that it's respectful. It, um, Because if we don't respect, then you get, you know, mess. Uh, you know, you treat animals like a factory. Uh, it's like a conveyor belt. You put them... There's some imbalance there yeah. and we just, just keep... Again, this is what we believe, like you know, it's if you don't, then it's up yeah. to you. We're not I mean, like you guys we, yeah, like we are moving to a more plant based. Yeah, and honestly, when we first started, like two years ago, it was difficult to do, and we were like, uh, I think our our mindset at the time was not quite accurate because we tried to replace yeah uh, meat uh, with meat like plant based things yeah. uh, like we had vegan cheese um, <laughs> it's was, horrible by the way it's not that horrible it's made of cashew nuts and coconut oil and uh, you know some studies show actually coconut oil is yeah, not very so high in saturated fats um, but also yeah it, get, it got a bit like difficult to yeah, to sustain digest. yeah sustain because it's like you're constantly still thinking about meat and then eating something that's not meat. So it wasn't sustainable because you feel like, oh, I'm not getting that sense of like satisfaction from eating this meal. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's like a, a bit of like a first world problem thing. Uh, and then I think changing our mindset to like, look, okay, we're just going to buy vegetables and fruits for ourselves uh, the cats still eat some meat, mm. but uh, that's because their stomach can't digest much vegetables. But I don't know if someone managed to um, make their cats vegetarian. You got the teachers. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't think that digestive system uh, can cater for our plants. Oh. Like, you know, too much plants, that is. Okay, but yeah. yeah so they, are, they are carnivores after all. Yeah, but so when we did that, then it's like much easier. It's like, okay. All we have now is mm. plant-based food. So uh, what can we cook from that instead of thinking like, oh, this is going to replace meat. Yeah. Yeah. And but I mean, we do consume meat once in a while. It's just that. Yeah. But yeah. not at home. Like we don't cook it as often yeah. anymore. Uh, it's probably 80% of the time it's vegetable and yeah. plant-based. Yeah. Uh, even milk. We don't even eat eggs anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, it's... I mean, I, I love eggs, right? It's just that I don't consume them anymore because when you go to the market to buy, then you have to carry them and there's a oh, risk of them, you know... Breaking. Yeah, breaking. So I'm kind of lazy to, to right. think about that. Right. For me, it's more like I don't know where these eggs are coming from. Like, um, I know some of our friends who grew up in farms and stuff, then I know, oh, okay, these... Um, these eggs are ethically sourced mm. in a sense. Uh, the 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 animals were treated like in yeah. Avatar, you know, fairly and with, with respect. With respect, so 
uh, actually kebun kebun bangsa has eggs mm, for yeah, sale yeah. as well. Um, yeah, but if yeah, so that's why I I don't know whether to buy it or not when I'm at the market. So I just mm-hmm. choose not to. Uh, I don't know how it's coming, but you know, truth be told, they say even like being full on plant based is not great. Yeah. Because it really comes down to the farming ethics, like the you know, like they say, like corn. Mm-hmm. If if people eat more and more corn, and corn is actually quite uh, bad mm. on the environment, yeah. So they have to cut down. Even almond forest. milk, yeah. Even it's not so milk. good because, yeah. like, um, what it's doing. I mean, this is where it's uh harvested, grown and harvested right in the states. Um, so they are like taxing the bees yeah so the bees are like being overworked and they are dying at a massive rate and there was a study that showed that um, bees are the most essential being to that will ensure our survival you know the continuity of humanity why again um it's a very long chain of reaction so plant i mean plants actually also depend on the bees pollination yeah and all that so in long story short, like. Yeah, so it's like the debate between like meat based or plant based, well not meat based but omnivore versus yeah. plant. How did we come to this topic from COVID nineteen? <laughs> well, we were talking about how COVID nineteen came about and it's because of the wild animals. So then oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's kinda right. why that's right. we went more plant based. It's um, good once in a while to always reflect how we you know the topics actually evolve. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Um, What's there to talk about? Um, I guess... Well, yeah, that's why we... Well, while we're talking about plant-based, going full plant-based as well mm. is not the most sustainable because yeah. um, there needs to be a balance. Mm. So then we talked about sustainability. Yeah. I mean, doing our private conversations, mm. which is not so private anymore. But yeah, so sustainability and you always say this thing which is uh, the more you spend the more you will end up spending yeah, it, yeah it's a philosophy that I I kind of like grew up with um, from a very very young age because like you know but you buy like guitars and camera gear yeah but I mean I, I keep that in mind to me it's like you choose the kind of poison you want to consume right okay. so it's like if you really want to indulge yourself in music then be prepared to be spending even more so it's like you know you buy something think about it you buy something and it's very likely you're going to spend a lot more in terms of maintenance in terms of upgrades in terms of add-ons and so on right but you can also choose whether you want yeah you can choose but it's it's like buying a computer right let's say you buy a, a macbook and then you want to use a certain software and you have to purchase another software and then sometimes you may want to subscribe to something to add ons and stuff like that. So, yeah, I I always believe in that that principle, right? So if you were to spend buy something, be prepared to spend even more. But that reminds me of what Jeffrey Young said to you. You were like, "Oh, I would like to make my own guitar, but I don't have equipment." How how is that related? I don't know, cause like. You said that, oh, because you don't have a place to do woodwork mm-hmm. in the condo. Then he said that there was a Japanese guy who... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right. like, actually, you don't need... No, he's, he's actually not Japanese. He's a, 
guy from the UK is living in J- Japan and oh. and because you know Japan they they like to they always respect the neighbors and stuff like that so when you do woodworks which is actually really loud because you have to use a hammer you have to use a lot of equipment right so he he's very very careful in the way he actually chips off the wood so he was like very gently like you have cats, huh? I do have cats, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's possible, I guess. Yeah. But your left-handedness is a bit of an issue sometimes. So right? how is that related to what we're talking about? I don't know, because it's like equipment, you know, the left hand. Yeah, just like cutting your hair, right? Or cutting my hair. I can't use... Uh... Oh, by the way, trivia, I do cut my hair. I know it looks a little bit uh, ugly, but hey, it saves a lot of money in the long run. You mean, yeah. And yeah, I helps. have... Uh, my assistants here. Yeah, he cuts my hair too. <laughs> and then I cut the front. So it's not... We don't have very even haircuts, but... Well, it's not like we're going for a fashion show or whatever. Yeah, anyway. We're anyway, stuck we at home. stuck at home. So. <laughs> Except you guys can see us through this video. Um, yeah, so I don't know. How should we like sort of be better citizens for, for this world? <laughs> I think this question also came from Catherine. I think it's an existential question that, you know, it's even more um, obvious and prominent now given the current situation where, you know, people are losing jobs. Yeah. By the way, there was a report saying that, how many? Uh, 67%. Yeah, out of, uh, how many people? 200 plus, right? 200,000 people uh Who's, their jobs are going to be affected by this uh, COVID-19. They're going to be out jobs and most of them are all, uh, I mean 67%, right? Yeah. Are unskilled. So, you know, it's it's a really, really tough time for a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. So what was the question again? How can oh, we, yeah, we yeah. you know. So what, what can we do about it? How can it? we center, yeah. like, you know, create meaning? I think this. at the end of the day, it's, always goes back to that question what can we do oh wait wait before that so we were talking about existential questions right so this sort of time is something that many philosophers have always uh, talked about oh in spite of you know times being good so they are always thinking about you know what's the good life how should we live our lives um yeah so yeah i mean times like this it it forces many people who are unprepared to actually like go into this deep shock like okay what's gonna happen next how am i gonna bring food to the table what's my yeah. the purpose of my life yeah so i think at the end of the day it's a question uh, that everyone has to you can't avoid this and one possible solution is always to ask what kind of value can you add into people's lives right so how how do you add value to people's lives now in your case right um Ever since you left tax, and I think it's it's quite a good thing because um, now you have really done your your degree in counseling, and it's something that people need. You know, it's people need to be assured that uh, they're not gonna mess up in in life, right? Yeah. And someone, everyone needs someone to yeah. listen to them. So, but it's I mean the point I'm trying to make is. Uh, how do we add value to people's lives, mm. right? So in times like this, we need to ask ourselves, what are the skills that we have that are transferable? You know, how can you use um, the talents that you have, you have cultivated over the years, the interests that you have, how do you use them to um, 
to help other people. It's a bit like the stamp model. Yeah, we're talking about. So stamp, uh, for those of you not in know, it's a model that I came up with. It's called uh, street smartness. Stamp uh, stands. Yeah, stamp S T A M P. So. Yeah stands for street smartness as T, toughness. toughness of the mind and the body, yeah. academic, academic uh, smarts, yeah. uh, S-T-A-M, morality and, and personal, personal ethics. ethics. Yeah. So if you have all of this, you know, regardless of the kinds of situation you're in or the climate, the economy or whatever, you can still, you are a survivor and you'll be really, really strong. And mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing that we need to ask ourselves, are we uh, uh, our current generation of kids and even young adults, are they? Uh, do they have all of these uh, elements of STEM that yeah. can help them survive in in today's world? Yeah, and I think uh, the bigger like what ties everything together as well as how you said, how can I add value to this world? Um, which ties very much to I think in acts like. Why I practice What's acceptance and commitment therapy. So we talk about uh, being value consistent. So what is your value, and how can you be that kind of person and contribute to this society or take action yeah. that is within that that is being that value, um, and that's why uh, when he proposed the stamp model, I thought about how people can create portfolios like what are the things we can do right uh, besides all these skills that we acquire so yeah. what can we do with them um, and I think that lends to that sense of achievement you can get sense mm-hmm. of contribution fulfillment yeah and meaning. I think we all don't have to worry because you know the economy is such that we all depend on one another to fulfill certain needs and uh, uh, desires and yeah so it's a matter of asking that question what can we do to add value to people's lives mm-hmm. and I think like uh, one thing that triggered me during this week I've um, I've always been like people keep saying that my voice is very calming uh, and then oh I've, what do you do what do I do? No, what did you do? Oh, what did I do? Okay, a little bit of cross-promo, but I did a, like a recording of a mindfulness exercise that I learned from ACT. Um, it's called Leaves on a Stream. Wow. So it is my way of yeah using what I have to contribute and perhaps it will help you feel a little bit centered. So a couple of my friends have listened to it and felt they... they felt a lot more centered and yeah. focused after doing it. I know it's a very stressful period. It's, it's like we can't wish this away. All we can really do now is go through it. But if we can just feel a bit more centered while we go through it, right? Yeah. And that dread and like that mounting stress, which, yeah, mm. it really sucks. But And I think sometimes if you're stuck in, uh, you know, feeling upset, depressed, just think about other people who are going through even, uh, you know, they're in even worse uh, predicaments, having mm. worse predicaments. Yeah, I just saw a video of, yeah, the people in India are really suffering yeah. at the moment. Uh, no food to eat, they get beaten up by the police to disperse. They have nowhere to live. Nowhere to go. 
because they they depend on daily wages and they have nowhere to live yeah. right now. Which is kind of sad, lah. Yeah. And I I think like you know I kind of uh, believe that maybe there may be changes to the status quo of how things are done mm. from given this experience. Yeah. It should be a wake-up call to make people, uh, the leaders, the, the societies uh, around us, you know, ask questions like, is this the kind of life we want to continue living in? Yeah, yeah I really wonder how it's going to be like. Like, sometimes I wish I was that smart and like had the answer. Um, but I think the only thing we can do now is just just move like do what we got to do. Yeah. And as we move we'll find we'll find a path and we'll find a way and Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> how are we gonna end this? Yeah, how are we gonna end this? <laughs> no, let's just end on a happier note, right? So are there any happy thoughts or stories or anything to share? Happy stories. I guess, okay, wait, maybe I'd like to share something. Okay. Uh, so I've, uh, yeah, um, in a way, I, I see uh, a silver lining to this whole thing, right? Like right now, the universities are all uh, in complete shutdown. Like, you know, how do, how is the ministry trying to continue on with the education system? So it's so difficult. Many students are all, uh, you know, stuck, especially international ones. So what I, I've, I've done is I've kind of saw that this is an opportunity mm. to actually also uh, add value to people's lives, you know, people who need help this uh, moment in time. So, da-da-da, while I'm doing self-promo a bit, <laughs> I am also offering a uh, research writing workshop, which is what I specialize in, and I'm doing it all... Uh, on live telecast. Yay! And I think like research writing is pretty important like as you talk about it to me as well and like oh wow like there's a lot of critical thinking skills yeah. involved with it and how do you write or put your argument across that's a convincing mm. manner because I think it will become more and more important as we go forward yeah. because there will be so many changes as you say so yeah I think on the positive, like to end this on a note and maybe encouraging note is keep moving forward and yeah. tap keep into moving. that. Yeah, everyone has values, everyone has skills that can totally, totally contribute to this world. Even if it's the smallest thing, probably yeah. something you never thought of or something that people always say to you, like people always say, my voice is very calming and I never did anything yeah. about it until like recently mm. so i'm sure there's something yeah all of us can do to contribute and you have meaning and you are worth it okay all right catch you guys uh, you. next week bye bye